Hello, this is the Dash Podcast. I'm Trey Gamage, and today is going to be a special day because I just recently spoke to Mr. Walter Duncan out of out of Boston. Uh, Walter O. Duncan has taught in multiple locations like D.C., Detroit, Watts, all over the map. So he developed a app called Quick Key that is phenomenal for education. And so I'm going to get into some of that with him. But before I do, he asked me to be a guest on his show, The War on Recess. So I've got just a story for you about my experience or an experience that changed my life in education. Thank you for tuning in today because this is a special episode of the Dash Podcast. So growing up for me, I went to a lot of different schools. Um, I loved my childhood, but growing up, my mother moved a lot. We didn't have a whole bunch of money, so we were moving all the time or or doing something different. Um, I think I moved every two years, but um, my childhood was just so happy. So a lot of my younger days were, I was bouncing around, but I think that helped my people skills and and helped me be a better person because I had to learn um, so many people every time that we moved. So um, that was good there. I think it, it got different for me in uh, fifth grade. I transferred to Walt Disney and for most of my K through five life, I went to school in, um, I went to a Jewish kindergarten, a Jewish um, neighborhood that I lived in. But other than that, I went to very diverse schools. I went to you know public schools. So in fifth grade, that was the first time that I started going to school in a white school district. And it was really different for me because um, I lived in the same neighborhood with the other five kids that um, I grew up with. And, and it was interesting because all the names were Deshaun, Queshawn, Vershawn. No relation. Um, there was me, Jalen, and David, and Cody. Uh, there was some more that added like after middle school and stuff. But there was just a core group of guys in um, our bond during middle school was really something special. Um, at the same time, we went all through middle school, fifth grade through ninth grade. And in ninth grade, I started to um, feel the transition. I, I wanted to be around more people that looked like me. Um, my grades were dropping. I, I wasn't interested in school. I wasn't really interested in going to the pool parties and hanging out with uh, so many wealthy kids that didn't look like me, you know, the, the white kids in the area. And, and it just wasn't, it wasn't a comfortable environment for me. I remember just the older I got, the less comfortable I felt going to school while I went to school. And I felt for me to really be able to learn in a classroom, I, I wanted to see people that look like me. My mother was always involved in, in civil rights heritage. So even though we didn't have much money, we took trips all the time to see the Underground Railroad, the um, Black History Museum in Louisville. We went down to Kentucky and Ohio, all kinds of places um, learning. And so every experience that I had was learning, but it wasn't in the classroom. It was always about people that looked like me. So I remember real distinctly, my, my freshman year in high school was, was real bad. Um, I had a 2.3 and that's kind of when I started, um, I, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin, because um, I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't be me all the way because um, people weren't used to seeing people like me or who 
I am and what I'm interested in. You know, I, I like I like rap music. You know, I I, I wear shirts that are too big. I, yes, I wear a do rag when I go to bed. You know, so some people would um, try to speak, "Yo, what's up, dog?" Knowing that that's not their regular vernacular, and then there'd be other people that just you, you know cross the street or or walk the other side of of the way. And so I I kind of got tired of that. Um, and at the same time, I was at a point in my life where I was seeing my parents or, or my dad more often in um, his siblings. He had three siblings, or I have three siblings. Um, my brother and sister are older. My brother is younger. Now, I moved to their house when I was a sophomore. Um, one, to get closer with them. Two, because my mother was going through um, a lot she had two young sons, my brothers, Saeed and Zane. Um, I don't know why I said their name and not Austin, DeLorean, and Valencia, but I put my siblings on blast right now because I, I really love them and, and enjoy who they are, and they mean so much to me in my life. So at, at that time, I thought that for me to leave would be a chance for me to get closer to my older siblings, um, to get closer to my dad, um, my mother was rich in love. My father was rich in wealth and, and knowledge. Um, so my mother was rich in love and faith. So it was it was a cool situation to be in because in 30 minutes time from driving from the north side to the south side, I was in a situation where I can go from having to ask for money. And for my mom, it was the last $20 bill in her uh, purse, which she would happily give me that and the shirt off her back and, and whatever else she had too uh, for me and all three of her sons so at my dad's house you know he was um, an attorney he was he's always been a, a big name the gamers name has always held weight in South Bend he, he would pull out a wad of cash from his pocket and, and pick two bills to give me so in 30 minutes in the same day I was able to live completely different lives and that changed the way that I thought about learning. So when I made the transition to a different household from my mom's to my dad's, my mother was also in an abusive relationship that I was not aware of until I moved out. Um, and my brothers were so young and I was 15, so I didn't realize how much I would miss them um, as I continued to grow through high school and college and see how much I missed of their young lives when I could have been there. So that's that's another story that I'm, I'm not really getting into now. Um, but that was a transition that I was going through in high school. And so where my mother was um, really always the one that talked me talked to me about like stuff like saving money, um, I would always save like most of my money. My dad was the one that taught me about um, investments and stocks and, and stuff like that. So there was cool relationships between the both of them. And when I moved schools from Penn High School to South Bend Clay, where John Gruden went, um, the Raiders, I don't know about that decision right there, but when that move took place, um, a lot changed in my life. You know, I, being with my father, number one, in a two-parent household with my siblings, um, it, it raised the bar on uh, my expectation. You know, they were just able to do more um, we had a little bit more. Things were a little bit easier, but the expectation was different. You had to keep your grades up and, and play a sport, and then you didn't have to work. So for me, I really got to focus on a sport that was something that I've loved all of my life in football. And um, 
got to focus on that in, in my sophomore year, played varsity. My junior year, I was a captain on the football team and also um, also got all all the conference, um, which is also a funny story because I told my dad about that. And he said, uh, shoot, Trey, I thought you sucked. All I remember is you running up to try and tackle somebody and sliding right by them. Um, but that was, again, that expectation. He wouldn't have said that to me if mm-hmm. I couldn't have been a better player. So I, I could be a better player. So I was a better player. And, and that's why um, that happened. So that led me to gain 30 pounds in six months. I ate six times a day, a, a sandwich or a breakfast, a sandwich for second period, a lunch. I found a girl who had free lunch. I, I ate hers too. I ate another sandwich in fifth period, ripped the door open on the weight room, and I got it in. My senior year, um, I really stood out on the football field and earned a scholarship to Miami, Ohio, um, the real Miami University. The other one is the University of Miami in Florida, but we were a school when they belonged to Spain. So around that time in high school, though, I think um, something else that stands out aside from the transition from my mom's house to my dad's house, um, that was something that was personal for me. That was more of a life change. But the lifestyle that I was able to live when I was able to live those two lives helped me be a um, very well-rounded person um, pretty early in my life. And so getting that chance to be around people that um, were able to support me um, a little bit differently. It, there wasn't as much love at my dad's house, like in saying I love you and physical affection, um, but it was more um, it was more challenging. It was more competitive, and, and you had to be a dog to survive, so I appreciate that. In, in the classroom, um, I had a 3.0 my last three years of school. Um, was never the smartest person, but was I'm able to follow directions. I mean, that's what school really is about. I was actually never a fan of school in high school. Um, third thing before I switch transition, The Motley Fool. I had a current events class, and they made us read the newspaper, and that newspaper was The Motley Fool. That helped me start asking good questions about um about investing. So the big three for me, moving from my mom's to my dad's and seeing the world from a new uh, perspective. Number two, um, I forgot what I just said, but you can go back and listen. Number three was my current events class. So that's really the the story of something that happened to me in education um, and just how it changed and, and how that really affected me was when I went to Miami, um, I took education serious. I, I Again, I had a father that was a lawyer. He went to school. My mother took about 15 years to finish school, but she had me and took care of me and finished before I did. Um, so shout out to her. And um, in college, I did good. I was able to, I had a football scholarship, but instead of putting my energy in football like I did in high school, I put my energy in um things outside the classroom and outside of football. So I was a member of student government. I I spoke at the undergraduate research forum. I did three years of, um, of, uh, as a, as a psychology assistant in the judgment and decision-making lab. I did things that helped me understand what I wanted to do in life and things that would make me better, build skills that would make me a better person. Um, I made mistakes for sure. 
Um, I cried a lot my freshman and sophomore year of college. It's really hard being alone, but I, I understood um, what the world looked like a little bit different, and, and, and that was something special. So I, see, I was able to see that growing up in a position of such privilege that I had a duty, responsibility, a calling, an assignment from God to um, be someone that gives back and, and live a life of service. I'm able to go back to the 1830s and track my family's history when um, most black people aren't able to go past their grandfather. So it, it's a special opportunity um, to be in a position mm -hmm. and to have a calling where people, I do something that I get to add value consistently over time. I, I get to help not only a, a teacher or a principal, but they in turn help a student and, and get to serve somebody. So I, I was able to learn from education that it's a way that you get to serve. Kids are in school eight hours a day and they don't have a choice about going. So if they have to be in school and they have to learn, they deserve an opportunity to be the best individual that they can be. And there's a lot of factors that go into um, a child's success. It takes a village. School, the education realm, is a system that has control over the next generation. So my job is to help bridge the gap for between generations, between um, our elders, Generation X, the baby boomers that have had control and power for so long in um, these baby boom, or excuse me, Generation Z in this cloud generation, um, or Generation X, Y, millennials, whatever we are, um, we, we have to be able to bridge that gap between those generations. And for some time, it has not been going smooth because um, one side doesn't want to give up power yet, but we have to make way for the, the next generation. So um, education showed me that it, it wasn't something that I thought I was going to into, but it's something that I found to be a calling over my life to talk to kids and, and, and be a change in someone's life that education and transitions and things that happen in life have been for me. So I appreciate the opportunity to share my story. I hope you get a chance to share yours too. Um, there's always a story that we're afraid to tell in life and oftentimes that's the story that's going to set you free. Um, so I thank you for listening. I hope that you um, will take the time to share this with an educator, with a student that needs to hear it. Uh, if you want to know more about the Dash podcast, you can visit Trey Gamage on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or you can also find me at TreyGamage.com, um, Trey Gamage on iTunes, the Dash podcast, and also on TuneIn. We will see you next time on the Dash podcast. Thank you very much.